meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. Hey! Hey, how are you? I'm over here still being a pimp, not loving these hoes. How you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much for, for first off, um, guys, this is what happens when you go after your dreams. You meet yes. just beautiful people all across <laughs> the world who just have great positive energy, because I'm talking to all 20,000 of your listeners, because I know you're hot <laughs> commodity right now, okay? So, yes, um, thank you so much for, number one, not thinking I was a bot, okay? Because <laughs> listen, uh, attention to all you bots out here. Um, y'all find a real job, okay? Scamming <laughs> cannot be y'all's job for the rest of y'all's life. Right. Okay? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying like you cannot just like let me ask you something have you ever um got scammed like not so bad but you got scammed and you didn't realize it like oh my gosh like that person really played me yeah definitely did you did you actually end up opening up a can of whoop on that person (laughs) once once they scammed you (laughs) no i mean not physically but definitely like verbally i would say (laughs) <laughs> do you do uh, is is that person still out there scamming? Because if they are, I, I, let me have some words. With I them. would hope not. I, I would hope not. I hope they learn their lesson. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I just like I remember. I remember there was this one, this one boy who I've known since middle school, and he actually, I guess, had a crush on me. You know how guys always claim they like you, and like once you graduate high school, oh yeah, yeah, I had a crush on you. I was shy back then. Yeah. Nick wrote, you had five kids by the time we were leaving. Ain't nothing <laughs> shy about that D, okay? Back to what I was saying. So, he, um, this boy, he, uh, I saw him one day at my job, and I said, hey, you know, how's it, you know, how's it going and everything? He's like, pretty good. I said, so, what are you, uh, what are you, you know, up to these days? He's like, you know, I'm just out here working. I said, oh, cool. Where do, where do you work at? And he looked around kind of strange, like, mm-hmm. asked him a bad question. I said, well, where do, you, where do you work at? He's like, the bank? I said, well, which one? He's like, all of them. I'm like, huh? He's like, okay, I got to go now. So, anyway, so I was like, what, what is that? So I spoke to another one of our classmates who she said she was talking to him at the time. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she's like, Kendra, he's a scammer. That's what he meant by he works at all the banks. I said, oh, <laughs> he ended up going to jail, oh, wow. um, you know, shortly after. Um, yeah, he ended up going to jail. But with all that being said, uh, I don't know if he's out. I'm not sure whatever happened to him. You know what? I should probably go Google him. Because yeah, I, I literally forgot about that story. It just made me remember that story. So, so yeah. But I mean, like I said, other than that, I just, I, I, you know, because I'm, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised, mm-hmm. and so I know here in Atlanta, it's pretty, you know, a lot of people, you come across a lot of scammers here out in Atlanta, right. you know, right. and a lot of it comes from people from other states mm-hmm. who are out here trying to I guess make a name for this and giving Atlanta a bad city a, a bad name for the city and it's mm-hmm. like y'all don't do that like come on now no yeah but, you're right but yeah so other than that I, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much uh I haven't had like any like real deal issues I've come across like okay well let me ask you this would you call this scamming if you had a, a fake panhandler who used their child as a pawn and you gave them money is that considered scamming or yeah, I would say so. Okay, well, never mind. Yeah, I've been scammed. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell let me tell you how this time I got scammed. Now it wasn't. I don't know if it was as um as bad as yours. If you want to, you know, talk about it on camera, you can. Or if you want to talk about it off camera, you can do that as well. But what happened with me was I was just leaving the gym. Literally, gym is it was like eight o'clock at night. Uh, this is like summertime uh, or springtime. So it was kind of, you know, kind of dark, you know, at that time. So just leave the gym. My car is a two minute walk um, from the gym. I'm looking around. Nobody's coming. I see one car pass. I get to my car, open my door and I'm getting in. All of a sudden, this woman and this child come out of nowhere. Like they came out of nowhere like a freaking cat. I'm like, where the heck did y'all come from? Right. Mm-hmm. So 
they give their little spiel and script and they're like oh yeah you know homeless whatever they said and you know people will use pawn like children like pawns like and i hate people who do that because you have some real homeless people out here and you guys are fake being fake homeless right so with that being said i gave her some money I was so happy about this good deed in quotation marks that I did. I called my sister. I said, hey, this is what I did. And she says, describe her to me. And I described her. She says, I saw that same lady in this part of Atlanta yesterday. And I was like, what? And I was, I had everything in me to go and try to um, locate her, like drive around Atlanta and <laughs> been like, female dog. Uh, well, I don't know if I can use profanity on here, so I'm just trying to clean it up with you. So I'm like, female dog, you you know, you see where I was, was going to go off of her, mollywop her, and then like, do you remember that episode in Martin when Martin and Gina were stuck at the train station and Gina had yep. the, the, the white guy was like getting crunk with her and she said, yeah. come here a little closer. She had banged him against the, the, the glass. Yeah, screen, that's yeah. what I was about to do. Like, beat her up and got all my money and took all the rest of the money that she took from other people and took that for myself. But then my sister told me not to do that. Like, y'all don't know me very well, right? I'm, I'm kind of a thug. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things where that had ended up, um, for me, that ended up happening. And, you know, like I said, there are some people out there who really are homeless and some, uh, some ones that really aren't. They just want to pretend to be homeless. Because you know what? Those people, when you get off the highway at the corner, they actually make more money than we do a year. Because think of how many cars they see, yeah. you know, in a day right no, that's true it's it's crazy like I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you another quick story there was this guy this is a true story there was this guy who actually had quit his job and said he wanted to be homeless um because he said he was tired of working and paying bills <laughs> what <laughs> true story he said he quit his job because he was tired of working and was tired of paying bills. So he ends up going on the street. He meets a crackhead woman. They end up getting together and having relations. And I'm like, wow, that's just some dirty um, uh, cooter yeah. and a penis. And somehow the, the sperm survived. Man, sperm is amazing, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway. So uh, the woman gets pregnant. She gives birth. And they leave it with a grocery store owner. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then he said that I'm going to go, we're going to go to live in Oregon. Cause you know, Oregon legalized, they just legalized every drug in America. Right. And if you actually put down that you're homeless, you get like a stimulus check every month. Oh, so maybe Oregon's the way to go. I don't know. But all <laughs> I'm saying is that is freaking crazy. That's <laughs> like, crazy. <laughs> What a scam, though. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, like, have you have you ever been got by a fake homeless person before? Nah, not that I can, not that I know of, at least. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, that's crazy, though. I mean, I, I definitely believe it happens, though. Um, which sucks, but it does. You know, sometimes yeah. if you try to buy them food, if you try to. You know they'll mm -hmm. migrate to another area to get. Yeah, some... I feel like you should. You know when you when you try to give them food instead, and they don't want to take it. They want the money instead, or something. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, it's crazy. So tell tell um tell us a little bit about yourself. I hope you guys like that little intro. I had to start y'all off with a little <laughs> warm up. All right, so yes, um, name is Kendra Crump. I am from Atlanta. Been here since I was zero. So you know how have you been in a place for so long? You wanna like leave the state and venture out somewhere else right. well for me i'm trying to venture out to rapper the game's house babe look <laughs> tired of shouting you out every time i go on a new podcast or whatever <laughs> it might be i know you hear me calling you you hear me all right i'm, I'm talking to you pick up the freaking <laughs> phone and call me back so if anybody out there personally knows him Tell him to go uh, respond back to my DM. I sent him on April 19th at 1.38 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> All right. But yes, yeah, so I'm actually at a, go to attend Clark Atlanta University, um, getting okay. my bachelor's in mass communication, um, okay. trying to, uh, with, with like a concentration in radio, television, and film. So my dream is to uh, be on, have my own radio, television show, call it okay. the Kendra Crump show I'm, I'm like somewhat emulating Steve Harvey one thing I liked about Steve was before he actually made it to where he is now he um 
in in the 90s he had like the steve harvey tv show um 2000s of course he was on the king of comedy uh little thing with the other comedians he ended up having the steve harvey radio show and then of course now he has the what comes on like i think fox uh the steve like steve you know tv show that he has that's what Mm -hmm. i want you know, that's okay. oh he he writes I like writing as well. So he has books out. So this man is like entrepreneur. Like I and that's why <laughs> that's why I always tell people you need to have a plan B C D. And the reason I right. say that is is because you can invest so much time in your plan A where it might end up going, you know, haywire in a sense where it doesn't happen. Like the last thing you mm-hmm. want is to be a 50 year old rapper who's been trying to get his mixtape out for the last 30 years. Who wants to go right. to, to freaking Chevron, Shell, Texaco, whatever gas station y'all got in y'all city and see the same man travel from one state. Right. Who who who, who, in, who wants right. the, the whole, that entire, you know, like nobody wants a 50 year old you know mixtape from 50 year old rappers out there trying to get his mixtape out there like at some point that's why I said everybody needs to have a plan you know B C D like let me ask you something what when it comes with your dreams do you have a plan B or C or D uh yeah definitely I mean I have different um different ideas that I want to do for myself like more than one maybe definitely I have a career in mind but I have other like entrepreneurial things that I want to do for myself too because I feel like you always have to have uh, various forms mm-hmm. of income you know um, so I definitely have multiple plans for myself uh, like you said and I think it is important not to invest all into one plan because like you said if that doesn't work out then you need something to always fall back on you know um, so having multiple plans is definitely the way to go I think um, like you said and you know what a lot of um, adults don't really know what they this n- another thing that they really want to be in life they just want to just be one thing you know and that's mm-hmm. not really good and I really advocate right. everybody and even when you're going after your dreams I need for you guys to to have accountability partners I need for you mm-hmm. to have like it's it's always not I look at it like okay so I have a very strong relationship with God and I've read the entire Bible and one thing I realized because I'm in I'm rereading it again so I'm in Genesis right now and one thing I realized was even when there was a world full a uh, plethora of evil people he always found one or two or three people who were decent human beings and there's always going to mm-hmm. be that one two or maybe a third person who is a decent human being you know and so stick around hang around those people let that be your main posse you know in the sense like i always say this stay away from people stay away from people who are willing to spend thousands of dollars um on ticket sales to support their favorite artist who doesn't pay their bills or maybe they have or have not met but they always got an excuse when it comes to supporting you. Mm-hmm. Stay away from those people. That's true. Yeah. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell y'all another That's quick story. True. So I know this one girl. All right, <laughs> shout out to you, girl. All right. Um. So when I first started doing my little comedic videos about a couple of years ago, well, really putting them on the internet a couple of years ago, I started from Snapchat and transitioned over to IG. And so okay. So what, actually, I have a question about that. So. So you've been on Snapchat for a long time. Well, this was 2016, and I kind of got off the Snapchat train. I snapped once, a couple times out the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's when I snap. You know, I used to snap every day, but I just got bored with it. Now what I do is I'll post little memes. I'll say one thing. Like I said, one thing I said is, um, I said to anybody out there who thinks that they're ugly, you are, but stop thinking it. So I, I try to. People, you know, um, and then I'll post a few funny memes and call it a day, you know. Um, yeah, I started with Snapchat and at the time. My videos were like, um, uh, Uncle Luke's Two Live Crew, Little Kim's, <laughs> any of her albums, a uh, little bit of Zane, mm-hmm. 
Okay. And here's the thing, man. Zane. Zane. You know, um, the, the sex books, Zane. Oh, not okay. not little Zane. I thought you meant Lil Zane. I no, not, not little Zane. Did you have a crush on him like every other girl did? No. Well, okay, let me let me. I think I think I think by the time that he came out, I was already I, no. I was very much into Bow Wow. I was just about to ask I, you: I Were you Bow Wow Bow-Wow. or Romeo? No, I was all Bow Wow. Like he was. I had his posters on my wall. Everything. I love me some Bow Wow. Now he's. he's you know what? Out. And that's what I realized. I knew for a fact I made a bad choice of men early on when I chose Bow Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Romeo's definitely killing. Like it, it, it comes from, you know what? Someone told me. I asked, I asked, um, and Bow Wow's been like that since he was a child. So I rem- I asked a, 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 you know, Delta agent. I said, hey, who is the crappiest celebrity you've seen or had to come across with thus far? And she said it was two of them. She said, uh, Little Bow Wow when he first came out, um, he mm-hmm. wanted to have. He said he made girls pay five dollars for an autograph and $10 for a picture. I was like, what? She's like, yes, there was a line of girls. And he said, if anybody wants a picture or autograph for me, this is how much you're going to have to charge. But he's like I said, he's and even before he, you know, when he got some notoriety in his city in Ohio, he was like kind of crappy. So again, this comes from, you know, a lot of times, you know, what's crazy. A lot of parents are the reason why their kids are the way that they are. They, they do not yeah. care. They're pretty much selling their kid out because of the, the greed and, and the fame that they want. And it, I'm telling, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying, man. Stay, stay away from people who are like that. Stay away, stay away from yeah. people who, who, who really don't have your best interest at heart, you know, but, but that's I was true. saying, as far as my comedy, people were like, Kendra, you know, this is, this is hilarious. Uh, but do you have anything else to talk about? So I had to really start studying after other comedians and um, realizing that you can talk about anything and be funny. But the problem is we live in a generation now where you get canceled for anything. And I remember I made I made this yeah. joke. And guys, again, this is a joke. I made it. Do not sit here and try to throw rotten tomatoes at me in my DMs or throw rotten tomatoes at me in real life because I throw hands. Okay, run it up. Back to what I was saying. Um, so the joke I made, I said, transgender women aren't women. Let's call them X-Men. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so listen, I'm listen. Not mind you guys. I don't here, here comes the, the, the community coming after me. They over here yelling at me via cyber bullying me, saying, what are you talking about? They are women. <laughs> Going off on me, right? I had some other... And, and mind you, you got to the point where I was like, what bathroom y'all want me to meet you at? I, like, you're not going to sit here and b- bully me over a, a, a post. It's just a post, right? Not which bathroom. So... <laughs> So, so with that, with that being said, with that being said, um, I have some people who are also part of the community who said, Kendra, I showed that joke to my transgender friends and they found it hilarious. So again, it goes to show you is if people just, they want to just feel like they can, they, a lot of people have, you know, big kahunas online, but if you see them in person, they're not about that. Like, let me ask you something. Have you ever like tried to meet up with somebody who was talking reckless online or you just never were a part of that? Like if you talk crap online, I'm gonna let you have it. Like what, what type of person, like, have you always been? Uh, no, I mean, the thing is like, I wouldn't even say that I was a big social media person Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, I feel like, maybe as of recently like I mean like for me I asked you about the snapchat because I literally just learned how to oh welcome like months ago yeah and so like I have obviously Instagram but as far as like going back and forth with someone nah I really I feel like I really haven't because I'm very much the type of person like you know what I'm saying like I'm not about to go back and forth with somebody about especially someone that I don't even that I'm not going to see them good that's good you don't do that no I don't and I definitely but I see I've seen people like having comments where I'm like okay actually I could definitely see why someone will want to meet up with you and and put them paws on you you know what I'm saying but like at the same time it's like I I don't know me personally I've never I've never had that situation happen either um 
but yeah I mean it definitely happens you know people like you said I think that the whole term of like internet thug like a lot of people are just they talk reckless online but they don't carry that same energy you know and I think when it comes to people who who probably it sounds like you too like people like us who we carry the same energy online versus in person you know so it's just like I don't know I feel like people like that they're not even worth your time you know what I'm saying and you know what what has to happen is it's like I have to learn to just be like Kendra don't allow it to get to you the reason I say that is because people it used to be a time probably you know um are you are you an 80s baby or 90s baby? 80s Okay, well, I'm 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 like mid nineties. Oh, okay. You look you look like you about twenty Girl, years old though. So I, I thought, not, but we. You know how many people never guess my age? Like I'm thirty three. I just turned thirty three. No, I don't. I think I think you just turned twenty. Uh, but I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. But no, the reason I figured that I was like the reason I said okay, she might be older than I think she is because I, I felt like when you had said that. Um, you had the posters of Bow Wow and stuff. I said, yeah. oh yeah, I was, I did, definitely did not have posters of nobody, okay? We just had like nothing but Jesus all up in the house. Like that, that's who we were supposed to like only. Um, but, <laughs> but no, but it's like, it's like, I read there's, there used to be a time where, there used to be a time where if you got into a fight with somebody, you guys duked it out and then you guys went to the grocery store and stole something out of the grocery store together and called it a day. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that now. People will, are so afraid to lose that they will sit here and go come and get a gun and shoot you because they're say, afraid. People nowadays, it's not about using your hands. It's about like using some kind of weapon or something. Like, and that's that's why I have to be mindful of the fact of when I, you know, I learn not to clap back because it's exhausting. Sometimes people just yell at you because um saying nasty things because they know that you'll react to them people mm-hmm. react to negativity faster than they will to positivity exactly so that's why that's another thing that i realized and i, re- I was gonna say something that's about the transgender joke i remember and the reason i made that joke was because months prior i made a, a gay joke that was hilarious and it-, it got great reviews and the gay joke was um how are you gay and can't dress what the hell were you doing in the closet the entire time <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Like, for me, I'm like, don't... I feel like, you know, the people who are who are having a quote-unquote problem with that, like, I feel like that's not, that's not even being fair because you're being sensitive about that. But, like, how many times do comedians make uh, black jokes, Asian jokes? You know what I mean? Like, everything, when it comes to comedy, there there is... You can't be sensitive, right? It's just... It's, it's no one's doing... Usually, no one's saying any jokes with real ill intent. It's just making jokes of like what real what like real life stuff you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's just like stop being so sensitive and just like have fun with it you know what i'm saying and, but like, there's some things you should know automatically to stay away from like i will never make a joke about rape pedophilia right, incest right. but you you know like i said um some I mean, those jokes were funny though. The, the ones yeah, that you yeah. Them, right? and then, listen, listen. I made, and then I think the very first time, honey, I be getting canceled all the time. The very first time <laughs> I got canceled, quote unquote, I said dating a skinny girl is all fun and games until you hit ninety on the freeway. She flies out the window like a paper napkin. Uh-uh. <laughs> Here comes one skinny girl that I knew once upon a time. I say knew once upon a time because I don't hang out with that mentally ill woman no more. <laughs> this is what she said. She's like, Kendra, this joke is not funny. Take it down now. That's what she wrote on my post. And I said back to her, is this your first day on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, the internet, you cannot be sensitive and use the internet. The internet, like, you're, it's always going to be something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to laugh it off. Come on, man. It's, it, to me, it's just, all of it's just, just, honestly, it's a bunch of uh, of Wahala and Hoopdila, okay? Mm-hmm. That's all it freaking is. And I'm just, and that's why I said, guys, let me tell you something. With me doing comedy, so let me tell y'all how I really got started into comedy. I was okay? gonna say, what made you get into comedy? And so what ended up making me get into comedy was when I was a kid, you know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to, you know, be in life as I got older, trying to figure out what I wanted to be in life. And um, I said, ooh, like, let me, let me be a chef. Until I realized, there's too much math in this. And I was failing math like every year in school. Like, you know how there were some kids who were in like second grade and they were reading on a sixth grade reading level? Yeah. I was in second grade reading on a pre-K level. Like, I know my mama. <laughs> I know 
my mama was like so tired of showing up at the PTA meetings with a new wig on. It's like, is that Miss Crump? That ain't Miss Crump. Miss Crump, what you got a Shaka Khan wig on for? Oh, wait, hold on. Side note, speaking of Shaka Khan, so I wrote underneath her comments. This was just literally yesterday. I wrote underneath her comments and I had said, uh, I said, Shaka has been fine her entire life. Dot, dot, dot. Sheesh. She likes my comment. Guys, I'm in there like swimwear. <laughs> anyway back to what I was saying so then the next thing yeah and then you know like I said school I never cared for school like I really like once I made high school I'm like oh my goodness like I'm a you know I watched too many high school movies prior to getting into high school I was like oh my goodness we're gonna be able to dance on the table and roam the hallways and wear whatever (laughs) we want yes I can't wait right so I get to high school, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be popular and have a boyfriend for every day of the week, and then maybe have a girlfriend on the side because all y'all be bisexual, like you're just trying <laughs> it out. You know, I, I just think that I'm like, I'm like, you like him? Wait, he likes her? Like that's all high school was. It's like a bunch of people trying to figure out their own way in life, right? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I felt at both trying to be popular, having you know, get my groove on and all that other type of stuff. And I kept wondering to myself, I'm like. So let me let me tell y'all another fun fact about myself. So I left high school like a pure virgin, right? It was because like people were always at my house. My parents, thank you, mom, um, and other people, adults in the house who did not allow me to go and uh, hang out with my little friends. Thank you. Because let me tell you, so I could not understand for the life of me. How were y'all able to to sneak out the house, sneak folks in, joyride? Did you did you um? Did you, did you ever do that or come close to doing that? Or were you like a good kid who didn't like do that sneaking around? Uh, what do you mean? Like with a boyfriend? Yeah, had a boyfriend. You snuck him in the house or you decided to sneak oh, out the house? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. There weren't no sneaking no boyfriends in my house. Yeah, okay. I mean, or joyride? I, you never drove, drove, got your parents' car and started joyriding? No. No. I oh, mean, boy. so for me, um, I mean, I wouldn't say I was, I was, great in high school I was I was good you know I was I was pretty much a good kid um but I definitely had my moments where I tested you know my parents and I was rebellious and sneaky I was I was a sneaky teenager I definitely was but I had to be because usually my mom's answer would always be no so I just do it anyway (laughs) but I I mean I also had a friend um a really close friend who she was a year older than us so when we were in like 10 grade I think or 11th grade she had a car already so I we were just she had a car so we were always with her and like we would just be able to have her drive us everywhere and go everywhere with her so um yeah I didn't really have to do any of that like as far as like the, the car situation um and then as far as like dating I definitely dated but like you, like you said I didn't even I I did I did not have any sexual experiences like before college I just, I was, but for me, it was like, I was so, I went to school out of state. So when I graduated high school, I, my my mission was like to get out of Boston. So I was like, there, I'm not gonna let anything hold me back. And I was like, I'm not about to get knocked up and get, get have to stay here. So um, yeah, I, I really didn't um, have any like joyride experiences, but definitely like, experiences of like sneaking sneaking mm-hmm. around and stuff like that definitely or like being where I wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. or just like doing stuff that I wasn't supposed to do definitely a lot of parties for me uh I used to go to parties a lot uh parties that I really places that I should not have been at all um but I mean I don't know we were teenagers I mean that's what teenagers do right like I mean yeah that's what y'all did I was a boring teenager I went to bed on Friday night went to bed at nine o'clock like wait what went to bed at like nine ten o'clock at night like what as a teenager yes because I was not allowed to do nothing and I'm like this is freaking bull crap like can I please wear all throughout high school every year yes 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 I'm telling y'all my life was like I could not and my cousin my mom she's a, a an evangelist as well so uh, like every, okay that makes sense yeah, yeah everything was a sin i couldn't Wait, wear this where in atlanta are you from uh, okay so mainly mainly the south side of atlanta but i lived on the west side and the north side so uh-huh. so yeah i used to live there i used to live in atlanta for a couple oh, years. okay did you did you yeah. ever check out the adult wonderland called magic city it's pretty magical you know you what's in. crazy i I never got a chance to go to Magic City. I went to what's the other one? The other Blue Flame, Pinups, Cheetahs, Strokers, 
Follies. That's it. It's more out there because it's it's like strip club cap, club capital of the world. I feel like it wasn't Follies. It was Claremont another... Lounge. No. I always forget the name of it too. Is it was it was it a hole in the wall? Kinda, but it was what, it, Rockefellers was it was it a uh, gold rush? What's next to Gold Rush? Isn't there another one next to it? Uh, no, I I don't think I don't not sure. It wasn't, I don't think it was Follies, but it was definitely like one of the ones that it wasn't Magic City, but it was definitely damn. What was it? Um, uh, V Live, which used to be Diamonds of Atlanta. Mm, no, oh, damn. Okay. I don't. I don't remember the name of it, but it definitely it was. That was like my first strip club. What side? Experience. What side of town were you on? East side, west side, north side, south side. I don't, I don't know. It was so I went. It was a um a friend. It was her boy her boyfriend's birthday, and he wanted to go to the strip club. So a group of us went. Um, dang, I always forget the name of it too. I'll, if I if it comes to my mind, I definitely let you know. But I know it was fun though. But I mean, Atlanta uh, Onyx I mean, Onyx strip clubs down there they're un they're unmatched. Like wait, I what mean, about what about Onyx? Onyx, that's what it was. It was Onyx. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that was fun. And I didn't even like I didn't know what to expect when I went. But I was like, this is lit. It was actually it was almost like a club kind of too you know what i'm saying like obviously the girls and stuff were dancing they were killing it but people were eating food and stuff and like dancing on the in the um like on the all around stuff it was fun um mm-hmm. i mean but i love atlanta though atlanta is just the the the, the vibe in atlanta is this it's crazy like like you said you, there's gonna be all kinds of people there's scammers there's like you know the celebrities that you see there's just it's such a great place it really is um i do miss being there i was there for a few years i was there until like 2016 i think i moved back okay so i think i moved there in like 2012 i think 2012, 2013, I think I moved there. Okay, so maybe we done seen each other just I know, passing right? by. Maybe yeah, maybe we did, because definitely I was there for a, a while, and I loved it. The people there were just great. You know what I loved about there is that like you could go there, you can be there, and you can go to an event by yourself, and you'll leave there with like meeting like mad different people. You know what I mean? Like Everyone's just friendly, and that's what I was saying. Like Where you are, as far as like getting into comedy, that's a good location for you to be you know what I mean to start your comedy because it's just like I know they have so many different com- um, clubs there too that you guys can that comedians can perform in and stuff mm-hmm. there's just so many events that they have it's just so much so easy to network there you know what I'm saying so um, what what type of um, comedy would you say that you do or like what like who's your target audience if you have one uh, from from the young to the old, anybody out there? Like I don't I don't sit here and try to discriminate. I want everybody to like who's listening, underneath the sound of my voice, to love what I'm saying and stuff like that. I really, um, I really want like I've had kids. I done told jokes to kids and they're laughing. I done told jokes to the elderly, they've laughed. Like anybody, everybody, you know. I, is laughing so I don't I don't have like an actual target audience like um ethnicity I don't have a target audience for them mm-hmm. you know I once made a uh, a joke about white people I said white people they don't cry that much but let that dog die oh gosh and a lot of white people like reposted what I had to say it's and they were though. all laughing it's true though they'll die for the dog you know they will <laughs> you know so it's like for me, for me personally, I, um, you know, what, whatever, whatever it might be, whatever it might be, I just, I just, anything I say, anything I say, I don't, I don't sit here, like nobody's off limits, I, you know, except what I told you earlier, those three first three subjects, but yeah. I say whatever. Yeah. So what, what, um, oppositions or adversities have you faced or you're currently facing? people who want me to sleep with them so I can get my name out there <laughs> um <laughs> sorry y'all this box is closed <laughs> until marriage 
<laughs> okay, y'all can't, y'all know unless you rapper the game, baby. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, people want me to sleep with them. People want me to pay them money to get myself out there. Guys, let me tell you something. That's a black Ponzi scheme. Yeah. You cannot pay your way into fame. You will go broke. Okay? Right. You will go broke with a with a sign on the side of the road talking about <laughs> please help me pay for my comedy or basketball career or whatever. I'll <laughs> be always wondering like how do those uh, homeless people get those those pens and markers and cardboards and tents? Like did they go to Walmart and steal them? Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm telling I'm telling you, man. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Put y'all up on game real quick. If you end up paying somebody one hundred dollars to get your for promotion via IG in their story time or on their page, nine times out of ten, when a person sees an advertisement, they scroll past it. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares to look at that. So you just wasted a hundred dollars for what? Right. I don't pay. I don't pay for promotion. Yeah, I don't I mean, pay. For- you can sell yourself, really. That's what because that's what's gonna get attract people is that when you are selling yourself and you're showing how much you believe in you, then that's you know what I mean. That's how you can really get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you another adverse. I don't know. I was about to start the story a little earlier, but I didn't um, get a chance to finish it because my ADHD be kicking in. I be jumping from one <laughs> subject to the next. I was saying that there was a girl, a friend of mine. And I said, "Hey, friend," and I remember I had said to her. Uh, when I first started my comedy career, I put the videos out there. I said, hey, are you okay with um, putting, you know, reposting one of my videos on your IG story or whatever, or on your page? And she said, you know, Kendra, I would, but your uh, videos, are, you know, it's a little vulgar. And, and my dad follows me and I just don't want him to like to, to see that or hear yeah. that. And I was like, skirt, ma'am, you curse yeah. like a sailor. It's always mm-hmm. MF this and MF that or whatever comes out your mouth. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're currently pregnant by a man that you're not married to and you're posting that. Hello? Oh. Hello? How, how is that like not more, you know, of course you're at your parents' house, but still. Yeah. Is that not vulgar? She not, She even had told me that one day uh, she was 12 years old. I remember the first time I started, like, I was cursing up a storm when I hit 12 years old, honey. Like, <laughs> once I knew what curse words were, because we didn't, we, nobody in my household cursed. So, mm. Once I knew what curse words were, oh, it was Wait, wait, like, wait. So you're saying that you didn't hear anyone swear until you were 12? When I was in middle school, nobody in my household, like when I got to middle school, everybody was saying a bunch of like language. Wow. But I'm saying in my household, nobody said no bad word. Did you wow. did you like in your household did your parents curse? Oh, yes. or- <laughs> all the time. Did you did you ever get cursed out? Like Yes, like, all the time. <laughs> And, and let me let me say this. Let me say this. And a lot of people get surprised. Like, what, Kendra, your parents? I said, no, my parents, they didn't do that. They're like, Kendra, my mama didn't call me the B word. I said, what? They're like, Kendra, my mom didn't call me an MF. I'm like, what? Yeah. Wow. And let me say this. Parents, please, 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 please. Do not do that to your kids. Because <laughs> that really wears on a person's self-esteem. Yeah. You don't do that to your children, man. Like, you know what I realized? The reason that parents do that, the reason that they talk down to their kids is because they know their kids aren't going to fight them. Yeah. They're not going they're not going to do that to no adult in the street because they know what's going to happen to them. Yeah. You know, but it's a power move. And so I, I really did you let me let me ask you this did you ever talk to your parents about that like later on down the line say hey mom, I really just didn't appreciate how you spoke to me like that or you just pretty much like left it alone um i i feel like so it's me and my brothers i feel like we have had that conversation but Mm -hmm. um i just feel like and i'm not trying to be like saying all families but i feel like a lot of black families like that just doesn't work you know what i'm saying like no that's true no it's true you can tell that's true you hurt their feelings but i think it's a part of it and i think that it's good that you said that because i think that people like our age we are pretty much responsible for breaking that generational curse because i think that that's just learned behavior like their parents did that to them and there's their parents parents you know what i mean like it's always been just something that's been accepted and i think that like even when i've had conversations with my parents my mom like 
it's just like they have this mindset where it's like you just do what your parents say mm-hmm. you don't you don't question anything where i feel like people our age we're like nah what's that all about you know what i mean like we're we're willing to call you out on your stuff and like put it out there and like make you know make the change because it's like you said it is it is damaging definitely it is damaging um but i think that i just think that parents like people parents our age they just really didn't question it or they didn't have the the i don't even say if i would say right but they just they didn't have that idea to do that you know what i'm saying it was always just go with whatever they said whereas i feel like our generation whether it comes to how your parents are or it's the same thing like with jobs like we don't stay in jobs that we don't want to <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like if we're not happy at a job we're we're quick to leave whereas like the our parents generation they will stay at a crappy job for 20 something years until retirement because well it's better you know like because their mindset is well at least i have a job well i mean why would you want to stay somewhere you're not happy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like i think our generation we really we are breaking a lot of you know generational curses and stuff like that so we just we we are i feel like we just don't take that we, we don't take nothing from nobody you know what i mean like we must definitely yeah so yeah i mean but but, but i was gonna i was gonna say this like and and that's why i look at it like if and this is a taboo thing about whoopings like getting 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 whooped yeah, or whatever like nobody likes to be to be hit so why are we hitting our kids like yes. we didn't like that that's something i just don't understand and i see mm-hmm. what you're saying like it was it's learned behavior but i'm saying like and i just and somebody said well kendra you don't have kids so you're not gonna understand no i understand that like i don't have a child mm-hmm. but at the same time like and because you know i think sometimes kids will purposely do stuff to make you mad but are there not ways i feel like there might be ways around it definitely there definitely are it's like it's it's just like at the end of the day as a parent you don't necessarily it's like a a, a baby you have a child and they have like a clean clean slate a clean palette right and you're Mm -hmm. you're the artist who gets to teach them how to to be you know what i'm saying like from a young age if you're teaching your kid how to deal with their emotions and how to act then there won't be a reason to whoop them but if you like i feel like a lot of times whooping it's, it's easier to whoop your kid than to actually explain to them what they've done wrong because if you think about it, nine times out of ten when you were getting a whooping you never even knew what you were getting a whooping exactly. so, and then it's just like if you god forbid you ask why am i getting in trouble then you're you know then you're considered disrespectful where it's just like instead of just explaining yourself i think that's another thing is that a, a lot of parents a lot of people are that the parents that we had like our age and stuff like that and their parents too it's everything is considered disrespectful when you question them or not even question them but when you have to make them explain themselves you know what i'm saying so it's just like no i'm not saying that you gotta explain yourself to your kid necessarily but i think that i just don't think whoopings help you know what i'm saying because you you know that there are those bad kids who the whoopings don't phase them they're still gonna do what they want to do so it's like you got to be able to like (laughs) try something different you know what i mean like there's other like you said there's got to be other ways to discipline your kids and, mm-hmm. and hitting them do you, do you have do you have any children no i don't but i can I you adopt like, me you seem like a cool mom you yeah, seem like adopt me please <laughs> i'm mean, already home trying i definitely want to have kids and i like i know there's going to be times when my kids are going to push me to the limit you know what i'm saying i probably will want to give them a little slap or something like that but i don't i'm not about to be a little tapping but i mean i mean obviously my... no you said slap that's what, go ahead that's what you said well, shoot, you know, are, you, are you are you wait are you are you, are you gonna pimp, are you gonna get... pimp slap them you gonna used... pimp slap them yeah i used to get slapped whoop whatever yelled at well, wait, let, me, let me ask you this did you was there ever a time was there was there ever a time where you actually uh was there ever a time where you actually like fought your mom Ooh, back or uh, never got you, that close? You, you, you getting me in trouble. <laughs> okay. Sometimes Wait, is your mom listening? Okay. Does she listen to this? <laughs> I know, right? Mom, All don't right. listen to this episode. So like I said, I was a bit of a rebellious kid, right? So I'm very much a kid. I I'm very much I would think I was that type of kid and that type of person. Like when you're wrong, you're wrong, right? And I don't like, just like, I feel like uh, as a teenager, I was definitely that teenager that like butted heads with my mom a lot. And I think one time mm-hmm. she was about to slap me and I blocked, I blocked her hand. 
you blocked her hand. Tried to like yes get with the other hand, and I think I like dodged or like I pushed her back. <laughs> <laughs> And like it's funny because when I'm telling you the story, I can literally remember like I was again, I was we were in the kitchen, I was against the wall, and she said something and was like about to slap me, and I like, you know how you just do that quick reaction like blah. She was yeah, so shocked. Yeah. And she tried to do it again, and I like dodged out the way, and like, but I mean, she still eventually ended up slapping me. But I think <laughs> I think that she was so shocked that I, because I was like, yo. I'm not about to, I'm tired of getting hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. You know what I mean? Like, you don't got to hit me. You can use your words, you know? But, um, yeah. Was that, was that, was, you know what a lot of parents <laughs> are like that? I think one time my mom got in my face and I don't remember what we were arguing about, but I had pushed her back and, and stuff like this. Like, oh, like, how dare she do that? And I love how they're shocked about you doing the physical thing that they were just about to do to you. Like, if you, you was just about to push me, but when I push you back, now all of a sudden you're in shock. Like, what? <laughs> it's, exactly, that's why I say, to me, it's just, and, but you know what's crazy is, like, as soon as you try, like, you, you do that, they're like, oh, well, get out of my house now. Yeah. You grown yeah, now? now? Like, grown. what? What yeah. in the world is this? So, hey, um, um, <laughs> my, mom, look, look, listen, please. Wait, have you ever got, please, did you ever okay? get kicked out, y'all? Uh, no, no, I kid. haven't. I left. Volunteer. You were a good kid. No, it's I not. Got out. <laughs> no, I left. I left a few times, and I was I was house hopping, I was couch surfing, and stuff like that. Because I was just like, bro, I'm paying bills here. I can't do nothing. I can't mm-hmm. wear what I want. Like, why am I even living here? I can't listen to yeah, this. That, I can't that like. Be tough like you got the whole religious aspect. And- that exact that like I said that too like when you when you did get kicked out did you go to your um, homegirl's house or did you just so come back later that same day? Times. I got kicked out in high school, um, and I went to stay with my grandmother for like the weekend. I came back, and then I think I got kicked out again. Oh, was it that? Was that? No, I think it was always in high school. Um, but I was always yeah. <laughs> um, but I would stay. I would probably stay. I would stay with like uh, my grandmother. And then my grandmother would send me back, like probably just. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. I got a question though. Did you ever try to ask your grandma to allow you to stay there permanently? Uh, like, grandma, please. Like, yo, nah, your daughter she is didn't tripping, want me man. Either, so she wanted. <laughs> what in the world? What in the world is going on? Like, that She's is like, the yeah, bull crap. So what in the? Okay, wait, wait. I got a wait. I got a question. I got okay. What about um, um. Did you have any other siblings in the house or your father? Was he uh, there with you and like anytime this happened? Like, did anybody try to like defuse the situation? Like, yo, like, come on, don't do not do that to um, her. She's young, yeah, I mean, you're in the rock. I have other siblings, but I'm the oldest. So, uh, oh, yeah, there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't nothing they can, they can do. I mean, again, it wasn't like I was like some horrible teenager. I think it was just like, I don't know, like, you know, as a teenager and as a, a as a girl, like, they say a lot of times you butt heads with your mom, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, and also the of thing course is, you do. Like, I have to, now I can think about it, is like, my mom and I, we are very similar, and a lot of the, and I think that she's very strong-headed and so was I, so it was like, those two strong personalities in the same household, it, it just, it wasn't always working, you know what I'm saying? Or I was definitely that type of kid who was just like, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna do what I wanna do, <laughs> and I'm gonna act how I wanna act, and I'm gonna you know what I mean? Like it was just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not hearing it, you know. And obviously, as I got older, I, I was able to understand more and like take advice. But definitely, as a teen, I wasn't, I wasn't having it. I wasn't feeling it. I wanted to, to be me and do what I wanted to do, you know. Um, which, you know, got me in trouble. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, but this is what parents need to realize as well, like. Of course, no parent wants to, you know, think the inevitable of their child, but your child oh, yeah. is going to lie. They're going to probably steal. They're mm-hmm. going to have sex. Okay. So I don't see what, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. Right. Mama, freaking oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you, yeah. Yeah. You got to start living the reality. At a certain like, point. some point you got to realize, like, fathers, especially with fathers, they, they get upset with their daughters. They bring a boy home. I'm like, don't you realize, like, like you were trying to have sex with this right. woman. I don't. Why are you coming down on me for? They're like, 
they have this idea no sex no sex not you know they're so against it and then once you hit a certain age you're like okay where's my grandkids it's like uh you do know you gotta have sex to have the grandkids and stuff like you gotta be in relationships and stuff for that so or you can be the virgin mary <laughs> so it's just like parents they they have this switch that goes off where like all of a sudden they want grandkids so it's like like you said but you know, you, you know what's crazy? My mom never ever talked to me about because my okay. mama had me in her forties, all right. Um, and so my mama never talked no, to me about neither. the birds and mine the neither. bees at all. I, the only thing my mom talked to me about was menstruation. She made me made me carry pads um, in school, in middle school, and stuff. And I didn't get my my uh, cycle until mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade. And even then, I still wasn't aware properly how yeah. to do it like okay you're supposed to change your you know the pad this how many yeah. times you know times day you're supposed to automatically throw it out in the garbage can outside mm-hmm. like I wasn't aware of this like I wasn't taught the like yeah. I didn't learn I that on like, my own yeah I which like really kind of sucked when it comes to because I have obviously my friends we've had these conversations I think a lot of times when it comes to black like black households and parents they just don't they don't teach you I think and again that's what I'm saying it's the comfort level Educate. of being able to discuss various things and like discuss things like I feel like a lot of times parents are a that parents that we have and their parents they always have this you know parent versus child mentality where you don't have to explain yourself or explain things but like things like that need to be explained you know what I'm saying they do no they really they really do like I thought you know, I'm gonna tell you this I remember when I first got it, I said oh my goodness now I can have babies <laughs> like that's the first thing I thought but then I remember I had told I saw like a lot of people like hey I just started my period like, I'm like, what do you, what do you? I, I didn't I didn't know that, that I wasn't supposed to say that like I thought it was I thought it was a welcoming moment like that you're supposed to go and tell people like <laughs> you know so I, I thought I thought that's what you were supposed to do but I guess you know I'll tell my child, hey, look, you know, no, you might one one day. If I have all girls or if I have boys, whatever, I'm gonna tell them like, hey, look, one day you're gonna become a woman, okay? And um, you know what? Just don't tell everybody. Don't make the mistake I did. Do not tell everybody. <laughs> just tell me and maybe a few people in the household, or just keep it to yourself. I'm not sure, but hey, I'm here to let you know. Like, I want to be able to, like I said, with my daughter. You know, I want to be able to, you know, have matching outfits with her when she's a kid. Then I, then I want to be able to say, hey, you know, do you like a boy? Tell me about yeah. these boys in school. And I want to put her up on game. Like I want, like my father. One thing about my father was he was a, he was a, he was the best father he could be. He was financially there, but emotionally he wasn't there. You know, so I never had that dad that I could sit here and confide in about things or even talk to about things like he never discussed anything my father was a shoot Mm -hmm. the breeze type dad you know so with that being said um that really hurts because now you're trying to you know figure out find love in the wrong places you're trying to trying to you know what figure your way out and stuff like that so the person who I want to father my kids I really hope they're going to be there you know, for my child, for our, for our children, uh, the best way possible. And that best way possible is by being like, like I said, just saying, you know, you, you know what, you're always going to be dad, daddy's little girl. And, and I'm going to make sure I do everything in my power to make sure you're not on the pole. <laughs> okay. Cause I, you know, that, that's another reason why I wouldn't jump on the pole. I said, Oh man, you know, kind of like was having dad issues, but then it also was like, I mm. wanted to be a video vixen. <laughs> and then also <laughs> I wanted to drive my dream car and then be meet with all these celebrities and stuff, you know, but then I realized <laughs> that I got two left feet. Okay. I would have been the first stripper in history bringing home some pocket change. You would have thought that I was working for a non-profit organization. Can't dance for nothing. Like God knew what he was doing. God knew what the heck he was doing. So, so like I said, with all that being said, um, that's one thing, you know, and, and I honestly believe that when you go through those things as children going into your teenage and adult years, you know what to do differently if you actually are an aunt, if you're actually a, um, a mentor to somebody right. you know what to do and you can gear guide them and steer them in the right direction right. and that's true um yeah 
I think that's just good. This is a good conversation, definitely. Um, Most definitely. It's just you know, there's there's a lot of inside mm-hmm. dropping jewels, tips. I'm just saying, like guys, do not give up on your dreams, and I mean that. And and I always say, if you really want to know if you're talented, go to a yeah. child. They'll let you know if you're talented or not. So I don't pass yeah. all the tests with children. Yeah, they're definitely okay? honest. Um, so closing words, like, what's your words of encouragement for other young comedians? Uh, words of encouragement is to really and, and, and not even with comedians just with anybody um, I want you all to realize like number one you gotta keep God first in your life okay and I'm talking about the real God not the person that not the tree that you worship people not the sphinx cat okay stop that that's why you lost and that's why your hairline is going back further than the Peace and Jackson family okay um but no keep God first in y'all's life number one number two speak life and not death a lot of people don't realize there's life and death in the power of the tongue so when you say stuff like you laughing and you like oh I'm dead don't say that do not say that or when you're talking say man y'all are killing me don't say that do not say that speak what you want dream about what you want have a vision board I started having vision boards when I was like I think the earliest was had to be like high school and um did a vision board then i did more of a vision board college and earlier this year i did um another vision board uh somebody challenged me to do a vision board so i did a vision board and so one thing i realized is is that write your goals down figure out what you want to be in life again not everybody's going to believe in your dream a lot of people will give you the runaround and they'll try to um, make you look like, like you know, you're like a fool. Man, you're you're gonna want to give up. There're gonna be people out there who will have you come so close to working with them, and guess what they do? They remake. Right. Happen. It happened to me. Um, happened to me yesterday. You know, had a had a, I could have sworn I actually had it in the bag. I was very honest with another podcasting group, and they literally had me talking for an hour. Even had me um, give my material that I was gonna give to to, mm-hmm. to the listeners, right? And they say, okay, we'll definitely be in touch. We'll see if we can get you in January. Then they say, hey, you know, uh, it was nice meeting you, but we feel that you're not a good fit for our brand at this moment if we ever loop to this topic we'll keep you in mind so that's what's gonna happen when they loop back to that topic they want to come hit me up i'm gonna charge them i'm trying to come at y'all right. right now when i'm free okay i'm a, do you think i should charge them 50 dollars or 100 okay i'm gonna charge them a hundred dollars that's it that's what anybody tell y'all man be like mike jones back then they didn't want me out hot they all on me okay so again that's how it is like you're not gonna i'm telling you that's why you keep a good repertoire with people you give people a chance you check them out see what they're about that's that those and um lastly um if if, if, by by all means please 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 try (laughs) crack is whack all right i'm done i'm done well thank you so much for reaching out and um being a guest on the show definitely a lot of laughs got a lot of gems dropped um, I'm sure definitely listeners will like it. So you want to tell them your, um, like your social media so they can follow you? Of course, of course, <laughs> my favorite part. Okay, people, so I'm on Instagram. I was going to give y'all my Facebook name, but I don't know how the heck y'all be finding me because guess what? If you Even if we got two mutual friends in common, I don't care. Like, if I don't know you, I'm going <laughs> to decline every time. So Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, wait, you ever know us on Facebook once you accept one request from yep, an African yep, the whole yep. village comes <laughs> okay uh on, on Instagram idolize dynasty and that's spelled I D O L I C E D Y N A S T Y so I is an igloo D is in David O is an Oscar L is in Larry I is an igloo Z as in zebra E as an echo D as in David Y is in young N as in Nancy A is an apple S as in Sam T as in Tom Y is in young 
um, YouTube, Kendra Crump. So what you do, and you gotta actually tell people this manually because a lot of y'all ain't the highest grade <laughs> wheat in the dispensary, okay? So what you do, go to the search bar. You click on the search bar once you make it to YouTube, okay? YouTube.com. Click on the search bar. Kendra Crump. K-Y-N-D-R-A space C-R-U-M-P. So K is in King, Y is in Young, uh, K-Y-N, N as in Nancy, D as in David, R as in Ruff, because I got a fat one, okay? A as in Apple, space people, space, C as in Cat, R as in Robert, U as in Under, M as in Mary, P as in Paul. So K-Y-N-D-R-A space C-R-U-M-P. I got 1.2K subscribers right now. Need y'all to run it up. Tell a friend to tell a pigeon because pigeons be carrying words to the crackhead and the crackhead is going to take that word and tell somebody else. Okay? Y'all run it up. Okay? And please, y'all keep supporting this wonderful young lady. She has been awesome. She is she is, she is going to be uh, this, just this, this, this beautiful like entrepreneur. Okay? She is going places. You know? Shout out to mama. Okay, look, I know you did the best that you could. It's okay, all right? It's okay, but she and for her recompense, she would like $50 million, okay? All right, that's all I'll say about that. Thank you, Kendra, <laughs> so much for coming on. Um, and I will definitely, um, when I post it on the Instagram, I will tag you and just keep looking at yeah and then I'll, I'll repost it to my story time make sure you just do my little you know put at you know in, in your story and then i'll repost it and then you can have people flood <laughs> your dms the good people not the bad ones man i don't we don't need you right. i'm tired of y'all okay oh creep dude so i don't even know what you sound like but you want to get my number are you still going to puberty at 40 sir all right so funny all right thank you so much for coming on all right have a good